I see my name in shiny lights. Yeah, a different city every night. Oh, I, I swear the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomklein.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you'll not want to miss. It's a live show. That means you could call into the beautiful studio here in Elk Grove Village at 312-642-5600, 312-642-5600. And I am absolutely thrilled to kick off this week's program with a best-selling author, Ruth King, who uh, just wrote in her newest book, Profit or Wealth, Simple Rules for Sustainable Business Growth book published just last month in October. And um, Ruth is giving business owners the best ways to avoid business failure. Ruth, welcome to Get Down to Business. Thanks for having me, Shlom. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure to have you. So I have to start um, with the question. You have written several uh, bestsellers already. So what inspired you to write Profit or Wealth? What happened was people and a lot of my clients who were profitable, and I found that some of them actually could still go out of business. None of them did because I had them build wealth, but you can be profitable and go out of business simply by having your biggest customer go bankrupt. And I've seen businesses throughout the years do that, and it's not only about profitability, it's profitability and wealth. So I, I, I wrote the book, Profit or Wealth, simply because if you just do profit, you, you have a tendency, you don't have a tendency, you could go bankrupt and go out of business. So Absol- you need both. Absolutely. And Ruth, um, I've done my research and you've been helping small businesses to not only survive, but actually to thrive for four decades. What is the key to your success? Persistence and harassment. <laughs> <laughs> are you just going to leave it there or are you going to give me a little bit more? <laughs> Well, usually when I start working with clients, the first question is, what's the end game? Do you want to sell it? Do you want to pass it along to your kids? You know, really, where's the end game? And then we create the plan to make that happen. And a lot of times during the plan, they either sometimes, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do this anymore, or they get stuck or something like that. So sometimes it's harassment. Usually it's just making sure that they make the goals every single year and make them go remember what the end game is. Wow. And you developed an entrepreneurial center for women. As a businesswoman who has helped uh, mature other women in business, what are some challenges in business that only uh, women uh, have that, that men perhaps don't have to deal with? I think it's access to funding. If you look at the funding that is available for women versus the funding that is available for men, men get most of the funding because there are a lot of guys, excuse me for saying it this way, but there are more men who do the funding, so they fund more men than they fund women. Oh, wow. It's a fact of life. Wow. And you advise uh, many uh, entrepreneurs in the housing and construction industries. What advice do you have for them that is unique uh, to folks in those industries? They have to have a labor pool that is really good at what they're doing. 
And the labor issues in construction right now are really, really hard because what happens is a lot of the older people who've been in the industries for many, many years are now retiring and the younger people don't want to do it anymore. So we're in a situation where we have a huge labor shortage that is, you know, if you look at it, you know, a lot of kids don't want to do that type of thing. They want to do computers. They want to do programming. They want to do apps. They want to do those types of things. Getting dirty with their hands is not very much fun anymore for most of them. So what happened was we have a very, we have more people retiring and we don't have enough people coming in the industry to take over the people who are retiring. And so we have an issue. And that's the hardest issue right now is finding and keeping really, really great laborful. Absolutely. And I'm chatting with Ruth King, who is the president of Business Ventures Corporation. And uh, Ruth is well known as the profitability master. So uh, Ruth, I have to ask you, what are some easy ways to grow business wealth? Number one is to save 1% of every dollar that comes in the door. So if you get a check in the door for $1,000, save 10 bucks. We can all live pay our bills on the $990. And that $10 keeps adding up and keeps adding up and keeps adding up. And over a period of time, that will grow significantly. And what I have to say to most people and remind them is that once it gets to be five, six, seven figures, don't go to the big boys or the big girls toy store with the money that's meant for retirement or a rainy day. Absolutely. (laughs) And, And sometimes that is easier said than done, but, uh, but, but absolutely, you, you also emphasize in your book, uh, which I've uh, been uh, fortunate to uh, have had a sneak peek at, uh, is that you should not rely on having one uh, customer sort of dominate or, or be the, the majority of your revenue. Um, and that is more important now than ever. So we are in 2020. You wrote this book. It was published in uh, just last month in October. And uh, I guess my question is with COVID, what can business owners anticipate so they can be prepared to handle what will come their way? Number one, make sure you talk to your customers, the ones who are there. Find out what their needs are, find out what they want, find out how you can help them. Uh, I had one of my clients who had 80% of his business. He was in construction, but he was in maintenance and service and things along those lines for heating and air, plumbing, electrical, things like that. And COVID hit and shut all the restaurants down. So he immediately had to pivot and go to other areas and other businesses and other industries. So my rule became even more important than no more than 20% of one customer and no more than 20% in one industry. So the one industry has actually happened as a result of COVID. A hundred percent. And so many small businesses do indeed go bankrupt often within their first year or two in business. How can our listeners that might be entrepreneurs, how can they avoid such a fate? Know your true pricing, number one. And it's not only the cost to produce your products or services, it's the overhead piece of of the cost that happens so that you can pay your rent, your utilities, your light bill, and make sure that you get a customer and make sure that the customer pays. If you're sending out an invoice and 30 days after that invoice um, was sent and you haven't gotten a check, make a phone call. Oh, wow. Get your money. Absolutely. I'm chatting again with Ruth King, the author of Profit or Wealth. And Ruth, in the book and uh, throughout uh, all of your uh, writings and speaking, you talk a lot about some key uh, accounting principles. Um, But for many entrepreneurs, for many business owners, accounting principles and numbers is just simply jargon and babble. Why do so many businesses and business owners fail to track or measure the right financial data? And how did you discover that lesson? 
it's hard because we don't go into business to do financials. We go into business because we want to solve a problem, have a great product, something along those lines. And we don't start paying attention until financial, to financials until we can't pay our bills, a customer doesn't pay us. And all of a sudden, we start looking at uh, a profit and loss statement usually first, then a balance sheet. But you know, if you think about it, accounting was actually invented somewhere around 13 to 1400 by the Venetian monks who had to make it easy because they were tracking the rich Italians' money. And you know they didn't have a, they didn't have QuickBooks, they didn't have a calculator. Yeah, the um, Chinese had an abacus, but they weren't talking to each other back then. And so they had to make it addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, and that form has not changed over you know 800 years. And so the reality is it's really not that hard. And you just, it's like when you learned your product or your service or the things that you're providing, it took a while to get it. The first time you probably made it or did it, you probably were really lousy at it. And you kept working at it until you got better and better. And all of a sudden it's like, why did I think this was hard? It's the same thing with understanding a P&L and a balance sheet. It's, you know, in the beginning it looks like Greek. And then you, you look at it, and then you look at it a third, a fourth, a fifth month, and you go, oh, gosh, this isn't so bad at all. Why did I think this was hard? Same thing. You've done it. Everybody, everyone who's listening to this has done harder things than look at a profit and loss statement and balance sheet. It just takes a little practice. That's awesome advice coming from the profitability master. And, um, Ruth, I am just about out of time, and I want to make sure our listeners know where they can learn more about you and your book, Profit or Wealth. Where can uh, everybody check it out and uh, perhaps purchase a copy? Book is at ProfitOrWealth.com. It's also available on Amazon. And if you want to know more about me, you can go to RuthKing.info. And the books are there too. So just RuthKing.info will get you anything and anywhere. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Ruth King, the profitability master, uh, RuthKing.info. Make sure to uh, purchase a copy of the book. Uh, lots of great advice, especially relevant in this era of COVID. Ruth, thanks so much for joining me on the air. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And be sure to check out my website, ShalomKlein.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the past six plus years of shows all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And I will be joined after this upcoming break by Irina Freeman from Chicago Signature Limo. She is joining me here in studio uh, and has opened up a new operation out in, uh, out in Florida. So very excited to talk about that. And a wonderful, wonderful company supporting veterans, supporting those that serve. Uh, We appreciate you for that. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Chicago, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And I am back with a returning guest, Irina Freeman from Chicago Signature Limo. Irina, welcome back to the program. Uh, Hi, Shalom. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, having me in your studio again. It's great to have you. So, Irina, um, your team, Chicago Signature Limo, uh, located just a few minutes away from this beautiful studio over here, uh, providing all sorts of services. Let's talk about Chicago. Um, the uh, one glimmer of, uh, of of hope when somebody lands uh, at O'Hare Airport is that they could be greeted by your very experienced uh, drivers in a wonderful, wonderful fleet. Um, but it's not just airport rides that you do. So, uh, Irina, uh, refresh our listeners' memory all about the services of Chicago Signature Limo. Yes, well, talking about... Uh 
serving airport. We just got a last minute call about five minutes ago. <laughs> I was just checking my phone and uh, it just uh, they just uh, went in five minutes and pick up the client. And uh, we do offer airport transfer, long distance, out of state. Um, and also uh, the most important thing, we do offer um, very, very good service, uh, especially with the situation, what's going on in all over the world. We um, help and uh, we support uh, nursing homes and we transfer a lot of uh, patients from, uh, from a state to another state. Okay, excellent. Yeah, that, that's so important. And I know that uh, I think last time you were in the studio, you got a call from somebody that wanted to go down to Florida and they didn't want to jump on a plane. Um, right. So uh, you were involved in, in that transportation. So speaking of Florida, um, Chicago Signature Limo is not just in Chicago. Is that right? Yes, you're it, right. And I, I'm actually wondering, honestly, uh, when you showed up here, I was wondering why you were here after opening up that office. <laughs> well, because you'd come back, but maybe that's for a separate conversation. So um, where is your office in, uh, in Florida located? We are about uh, 30 minutes far away from Tampa Airport, not even. And we, I love it there. As a matter of fact, I'm flying tomorrow and I'm happy because I'm going to run away from the cold weather. But um, I am back and forth every month to make sure all the operation in Chicago and Florida uh, runs perfect. And we're happy to, to cover Tampa area. Um, and, of course, we work uh, with, uh, with the nice weather uh, and we've, we're very happy. I'm very blessed to be able to um, offer a lot of uh, new jobs for new people in Florida, and especially with this uh, situation, with this COVID. Um, a lot of people, they lost the jobs, and it's very sad. And uh, it does make me happy because I can provide uh, more jobs for more families. Yeah, that, that's so important. So, um, as mentioned, you have been greeted by calls um, from folks arriving at the airport with uh, the strangest of requests, landing at, uh, when they land at strange hours, wanting to be greeted with their uh, favorite meal of choice, and your team accommodates. Um, but you also do a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, uh, protective um, uh, details um, where you uh, sometimes are, are working with uh, some VIPs. Um, and uh, and your uh, team is able to accommodate in uh, your fleet. So let's talk about the fleet and let's talk about your drivers. They're well trained, and your uh, and your fleet is uh, is very conscious of uh, of the COVID situation, and you make sure to uh, to sanitize. So uh, your drivers, uh, tell us a little bit about um, their their training um, that that can uh, that that puts people at ease. Um, yes, Shalom. Uh, we do have a. A great team uh, working with us. We we do have excellent drivers. They are very well trained. Uh, my husband he been uh, uh, trained all these drivers. He's a former Secret Service and he been uh, served uh, for twenty three years in army. And um, we do get a lot of calls, especially with the situations what's going on right now. Uh, a lot of clients, they do prefer to have a driver and a uh, close protection officer, and uh, they feel more safe. Yeah, absolutely. 
And uh, in terms of your fleet, um, so tell us a little bit about your fleet and some of the uh, COVID protections that you're putting in place. Well, we do have SUVs for six passengers. We do have small town cars, but uh, also we do have the 14-passenger Mercedes Sprinter van. They, we do uh, install uh, dividers, and they get sanitized every, after every trip. Uh, that's that's so important. So uh, certainly uh, the uh, business has to continue. There are still people that are traveling. Um, but you mentioned about the nursing homes ex- ex- example. Um, what are you seeing in terms of uh, in terms of corporate uh, travel and uh, and and where do you see uh, things going in the in the coming months? Uh, it, it, you, you have a, a unique insight into seeing and uh, seeing the. Uh, the behavior of, of, of people. And I know it's not, you're not just working with the business community, but I'll focus on that for a moment. Well, um, what I see in the future, um, I think we're going to do great. I'm a very positive lady. And I think in the next couple of months, hopefully everything is going to open up. But a lot of our clients and the corporate clients, uh, they do prefer to... Um, to travel with our cars. The reason why they can have even inside meetings because of that divider, special with the 14 passengers. Um, and um, also if they travel from a state to another state, they can have the meeting inside. They can go from one location to another location. Uh, and again, they do prefer instead of flying. Absolutely. And Irina, who would, um, among those that might be tuning in, um, who would be a good contact for you? What kind, uh, who's the ideal customer um, for Chicago Signature Limo? Ideal customer. I think all the customers, they are great for me. It's <laughs> like, I don't it, know. It's hard to say who's ideal, it's but I'm, I'm assuming business owners and people that, that might have um, you know, people that, that might be traveling uh, on some consistent basis. I'm sure you can handle somebody that might be visiting Chicago for their first time. But but would companies, um, are you looking for those sort of accounts and, and, and relationships? Yes, we do. We do. And also we do offer uh, corporate discounts and special for a lot of, we do support a lot of small businesses. And that we have a really sub, a big discount for them because, we are uh, own family business. We want to stay in business because of our clients. We are in business and we thank them and we want to uh, support them and help them. And if they ever need uh, to travel in Chicago, we're here for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, and Irina, um, in terms of, uh, I know I asked you this last time, of uh, strange requests of, of people, I'm sure you get to know your customers pretty well and uh, you develop a relationship with them. Uh, our, 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 our listeners can't see the face that you just made, <laughs> but I'm smiling. You get to know your customers for sure. Um, so is there anything in particular that, uh, that you think that, uh, on a positive side, that you, that you think people should know um, as they're looking uh, into developing a relationship and having that number on speed dial um, for a uh, for a limo or for a transportation company, why should they work with you over perhaps one of the many competitors that are out there? Well, um, first, <laughs> you asked me the the strangest re- request you have. 
Well, we do have a lot of requests, but specific, I like to point that um, we do sometimes uh, request for our from our clients to transfer their pets. And we do have a specific cars that would do that um, because I have one lady, she said, that is my baby. I have one, she's got a sweet puppy, and she's like, I need to take her to uh, transfer to Florida. And um, she did not want to put her in the plane, and we took her baby to Florida. That's awesome. That's yeah. fantastic, and accommodating uh, customers' needs is so important. So, Irene, we are closing, closing in on the end of our interview I want to make sure listeners know where they can contact you, whether it's for a one-time trip or an ongoing relationship. Know that those are always important um, to you. Uh, how can uh, people get a hold of you? Yes, they can go online and um, they can check our website, chicagosignaturelimo.com. Aired can- prominently all over uh, Get Down to Business, so thank you for that. Mm, thank you so much. And uh, they can call us at 312-890-8332, or they can send us an email at chicagosignaturelimo at gmail.com. Fantastic. And it's uh, always exciting because your uh, ads are airing all over the place. I actually get to remember uh, the number, 312-890-8332. Correct. There we go. And ChicagoSignatureLimo.com. Uh, make sure you save that number uh, and uh, reach out to Irina and her amazing, amazing team at Chicago Signature Limo for all of your transportation needs, whether uh, it's for your pet or whether it's for your business. You will want to have them on your speed dial. Thank you, Irina, for uh, for coming back in studio and can't wait to have you back real soon. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And we'll be back and get down to business after this quick break. And your headlines, you're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. So you can download podcasts from the past six plus years of shows. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And it is just two days away from the election. Hopefully, at this point, uh, I'd probably encourage you not to uh, submit your mail-in ballot at this point. Uh, hopefully, you have that plan to vote to uh, to show up. Um, you can, I believe, still vote early tomorrow, um, but uh, definitely have a plan and prepare to wait in line at this point. Uh, prepare to wait in line, have a plan. Um, if you go with somebody else, you can, uh, I believe that we are nice here in Chicago. So if you need to swap out in line to grab your lunch or something like that, hopefully people will accommodate that. From what I've seen, um, the lines are long, but not horribly long, but it is so important to get out there and vote. Um, right now in Illinois, um, we have a very important item on the ballot. Um, it's a referendum about the uh, fair tax. You've heard us feature that uh, on Get Down to Business over the past number of weeks, uh, talking about the uh, about the uh, fair tax. And I would encourage everybody do your research, be knowledgeable on that item, which really is the uh, is I'd say the highlight of the Illinois ballot. Um, let's face it, on many of the other races, including the uh, top of the ticket, the presidential race, we know how Illinois will go. Um, but what we don't know is how the fair tax referendum will go. And that's why it's so important for everybody, whether you own a business, whether you work at a job to show up and uh, make your voice heard. Hopefully we will have a absolutely amazing turnout in this election. And, uh, and, and there should be, uh, hopefully this will be a trendsetter for the future where we have 
uh, the majority of people actually showing up and having their voice heard, especially what I want to shout out to now are uh, first time voters. There are many uh, I know uh, quite a few. I've had a couple of conversations I've been asked to speak over the past number of weeks um, from folks that have just uh, become eligible to register to vote. And I'm proud to say that I've been responsible. I'm a deputy registrar, so I was actually able to get them registered to vote. And I know that they are super excited to show up. What I will say is that if you do not fall into that category, you better set a really good example by actually showing up and actually uh, making your voice heard. Um, but in regards to uh, to the uh, the big issue at the top of the ticket, meaning the presidential race, my uh, my thoughts have already been uh, have already been made uh, known. Uh, I voted in the uh, in the last election uh, for the uh, for the first time as uh, for a uh, for a Democrat at the top of the ticket, and I say that uh, I say that uh, not with the most pride. Um, I say that uh, we we have a, a clear uh, contrast uh, between ethics, values, norms, and uh, and having a choice uh, to make sure that uh, that you can be proud of the leader of the uh, of the free world, and uh, that's why I uh, have decided to in both the last election. Um, I, uh, I voted in the uh, Republican primary and I voted for somebody other than uh, Donald Trump, voted for somebody other than Donald Trump in the general election. And I certainly plan to do that again uh, in, uh, in this uh, election. In fact, I already did. I did vote early already. Um, so you don't need to follow. You don't need to take my word for it. Uh, get out there. Do your research. For me, it's not about the specific, po- the specific policy. It's more about the people and the values and the ethics. And I, uh, as you know, I serve and I, uh, I believe in standing up for, uh, for, what is, uh, for what is right and what is good for our country. And I, I, I'll provide that disclaimer uh, that uh, my, uh, my comments over here are mine and mine alone. And uh, I know that on this show, we've had a variety of different uh, viewpoints. I voted for uh, many Republicans up and down uh, the ticket uh, for many other races. Uh, I voted for some independents. And uh, that's, I believe, how people need to look at things of being independent minded, focusing on the right person, focusing on the right issues. And that's how we need to make our voices heard, especially as it relates to small business and as it relates to entrepreneurship, we know that uh, how hard it is to run uh, to run your business. And right now, uh, you need to look out for people that can be your partners and to make sure that you are having people that are looking out for what's right for real people and not uh, for what's right for, for themselves. So uh, that's, that's my voice on the issue. I've uh, featured many people with different uh, points of view. Uh, over the past few months, and now it all boils down uh, to this week. And I certainly would urge um, that regardless of the outcome of the election, make sure uh, that we are keeping our community safe. Uh, Violence is never the answer. I'm fully anticipating that there will be some protests. Peaceful protests are always a good thing. Um, Again, it's a chance for people to make their voice heard. Um, but violence and certainly looting is certainly, uh, you know, uh, absolutely disgusting and the wrong thing to do. And hopefully we we won't see that in Chicago. But um, wherever you will be, 
um, on Tuesday night or Wednesday or Thursday because likely these things will stretch out. Uh, make sure you are staying safe and uh, make sure you are setting the right example for everybody in your community by stepping up and leading. And speaking of which, um, over the coming years, there will be an opportunity to have your voice heard. So if you have a, uh, an opinion on something, you know, speak up. Make sure you get involved in Springfield and Washington or maybe even run for office yourself. That's the opportunity. So there we go. That's my monologue. That's uh, that's my voice on all this. If you're listening to Get Down to Business. You could always download podcasts from the show, shalomkline.com. Follow me on Twitter. Our podcasts are available on every podcast app. We'll be right back on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Welcome back to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You're listening to Get Down to Business, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Dan Lano and Bobby Lucas from the national law firm of Dinsmore. Uh, Welcome, Dan. Welcome, Bobby. Thank you very much. Great to be here. It's great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, it's great to have you both. So, uh, So your firm is a again a national law firm uh, focusing on well a number of different areas. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. Um, Chicago based, I believe. Is that accurate? Actually, uh, Cincinnati based. Cincinnati I think, based. I think well, Bobby can probably talk more about the, the general nature of the firm. <laughs> well, that's great, Bobby. Do you mind? Uh, do you mind telling us a little bit about uh, about the about the firm and the talent that you have within the firm? Sure, absolutely. Uh, firm was founded in 1908 in Cincinnati. Um, we are in the Chicago office, Dan and I, along with uh, about 30 other attorneys, 650 attorneys across the country. Um, we've got about 25 offices in 14 states um, and, you know, uh, wide uh, full service law firm. Intellectual property, as Dan, I'm sure we'll talk more about. I chair our corporate department uh, across the firm, litigation, labor and employment, uh, as well as public finance. And a lot of different practice areas within those within those groups as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, you know hundred plus year firm, something to be proud of. Absolutely, you should be very proud of that. And indeed, many offices and serving many clients. So Dan, back over to you. Uh, intellectual property for our uh, for our listeners that are not that's not familiar, perhaps with that uh, terminology. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the the types of uh, things where you get involved and why a uh, why a business owner would need to be working with somebody like you. Well, intellectual property falls into a number of buckets. Uh, the one that uh, a lot of people are most familiar with is patents, which protects uh, inventions. Uh, what I do mostly, what I do mostly is I do trademarks, uh, which uh, basically protects your brand and protects uh, your your um, your brand as a source identifier to your customers. So, how your customers find you is what your trademark is, and I think. Uh, it's really important for uh, entrepreneurs to really focus on this because uh, when they start a business, you know, they, they select a brand and when they get bigger, you know, they might have different needs. Uh, and uh, one of the things that they want to avoid is when they finally get to the point where they're growing and they're really getting big, if they have uh, a problem with a prior trademark owner that uh, used that trademark before they started their business, they could have to rebrand or have to get into um, uh, either litigation or, or any other legal trouble uh, that they definitely want to avoid at that growth stage in their, in, their, um, in their business cycle. So what we can do is we can uh, vet that trademark before they actually start using it and we can help them file a trademark application so their business um, is protected from a branding standpoint as they grow and so they can focus on their business growth rather than um, any sort of um, side um, problems that they might have legally with their brand. So you're saying, Dan, that a patent or trademark is not just for uh, for for names of companies that sound like uh, Facebook or Schmacebook or something like that. That actually any small business 
um, might actually want to protect their intellectual property as well. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. I think it's really important uh, for small businesses because they have brands too. I mean, every business basically has ways that people uh, find them. And I think in the era of COVID, uh, businesses are starting uh, to brand in different ways and they're starting to be really creative. Uh, they can't do events. They can't do, um, do promotions like they may be used to. So they're doing stuff like uh, SEO and they're doing uh, online marketing in a different way. And they might be coming up with different taglines, you know, or different um, uh, product areas such as PPP that they're focusing more heavily on. And it, when a business shifts focus like that, um, their branding might change too. And more importantly, uh, if you use a trademark on a different product area, uh, then that needs to be vetted as well because basically trademarks are, are used in a particular um, realm and you can stay within your lane and you'd be fine. But if you go out in that lane, you can may maybe infringe somebody else. Well, Dan, I think you just answered my other question, which is why you would need to hire an attorney. It's uh, clearly a very complicated area. Lots of areas that uh, you could be tripped up. And uh, Bobby, you are a uh, managing partner with the firm. And uh, as you mentioned just a moment ago, uh, sort of that comprehensive approach, your attorneys um, spanning all of those many, many offices can provide uh, a, a lot of, uh, call it outside counsel, uh, to a business, big business or small business needs. What are some of the areas that you're hearing from your clients um, in this era of COVID? What are some of the trends that, uh, that, that perhaps people should know about so they can think about perhaps putting in a call to, uh, to, the, good, uh, to the good counsel at uh, Dinsmore? Yeah, I think a lot, of, a lot of action recently has been around labor in the labor and employment space. Uh, you know, it's just a, a very different world. A lot of the legislation that's come out, a lot of clients with a lot of questions, needs. Unfortunately, a lot of folks are experiencing layoffs and furloughs, uh, you know, counseling folks through, through those HR issues, um, as well as kind of the different work environment, right? People are located not in offices necessarily anymore, and perhaps for the foreseeable future. There's a whole litany of issues that can come from that, whether it be uh, you know, tax implications of having employees in, in different, different places than you might otherwise, as well as cybersecurity and privacy needs. Um, and, and those are the types of things that will impact any company, whether, whether big or small, early stage, or you've been around for you know, dozens and dozens of years, uh, kind of run, runs a gamut. But those are, those are some, of the, some of the issues we've seen pop up in the last six, seven months since we've, we've been in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah, and I will note that as I was doing research uh, for uh, for our conversation, I did notice that on your website, which I'll ask you to share in just a moment, you actually have a designated area on your services page about COVID-19 Business Strategies Hub. And indeed, I guess this is something that um, that is uh, really a hot topic. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you again in a couple of minutes, but uh, how can people learn about uh, about the firm? Where can people get in touch with you guys? Well, yeah, so we're, we're on, we're on online. We're online at www.dinsmore.com. That shows our full offering. Find any of the attorneys, check out all of our offices, our footprint, and, um, you know, check out the bios and all the service offerings as, uh, as Shalom mentioned. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to be back on Get Down's Business. Got to squeeze in a very quick break. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I am back here in studio with uh, Dan Leno and uh, over the phone with Bobby Lucas from the law firm of Dinsmore. And, uh, and Dan, we were just talking 
a moment ago about all of the many services that uh, that your that your firm provides. You are very focused on the intellectual property, which means you work with a lot of creative folks, uh, business owners that have a lot of ideas. So uh, COVID nineteen, maybe the silver lining is that people. Uh, have had more time to brainstorm to develop their business ideas. I know you and I met through networking, actually virtual networking. So this is the first time that we've been meeting in person. What are uh, what, what what are you hearing across the Chicago area um, from uh, from from business owners? Well, I think basically people are just trying to do the best they can, and I think it, it's kind of the luck of the draw, what industry you're in, whether or not you were hit by COVID. And I think uh, in general, the businesses that are really uh, out there and th that I meet are trying to uh, find a way around some of the restrictions, uh, which are uh, completely understandable, uh, and trying to make, make um, uh, their business work. Uh, and uh, what we can do is uh, whatever they uh, have as, uh, in terms of a problem um, legally, you know, we can make sure that you know, whatever their, our solutions are, they're cost effective and that they can um, uh, protect themselves. So, um, uh, for example, if somebody's uh, in, into um, making branded masks or something like that. Uh, that is something that's big right now, and we have a lot of um, uh, a lot of uh, interest uh, in the trademark realm. Uh, just not for my clients necessarily, but uh, all, all sorts of uh, trademark applications are being filed for uh, some things that a company might not file a trademark application for. Uh, and this is something that we can vet. And uh, also, if somebody is using a brand that's too close to yours in, in terms of a, a mask or an item of, item of PPP, we can look at that as well. So uh, that's one of the things that we also do is if somebody gets in your lane, you know, we can um, uh, enforce your trademark and uh, let you know whether or not you, you need to enforce it. Uh, so that's in addition to um, the, the preventative measures I discussed before. That's something we can, we can address as well. Absolutely. And so uh, you work with a lot of uh, creative folks, a lot of businesses, uh, Bobby was just saying before about the uh, the 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 breadth of the firm, um, and certainly uh, COVID nineteen dealing with a lot of employment related uh, issues. But on your website, you also have uh, folks that focus on healthcare, all sorts of different industries. Uh, so uh, the firm uh, based in Cincinnati, but uh, your Chicago office. How many attorneys are uh, are located in Chicago? Uh, I think we have thirty. Um, although uh, we uh, are growing and <laughs> and and, you know. and probably a lot of people are remote right now. <laughs> Uh, we we um, uh, our, our building's really been good about uh, right. about the uh, the social distancing and, and making sure that everything is is okay from that perspective. But uh, in in general, the firm has, has been really supportive about us working from home, and um, you know we follow all the guidelines. And um, you know I generally come into the city if I have a business meeting um, with with people who are comfortable with uh, with meeting in person. But uh, for for the most part, you know one of the silver linings to this is I get to spend more time with my wife and kids. Um, at, at home, you know, and have a good office with good Wi-Fi set up. So uh, that, that's something I can I can do as well. And I'm sure if your kids come up with any good entrepreneurial uh, adventures, I'm sure their dad will uh, will will gladly protect um, their intellectual property, which is important. So Dan Lano and uh, Bobby Lucas, we are just about out of time, and I want to make sure our listeners know where they can reach you. Um, again, uh, can you share a website and any contact information? Uh, Dinsmore.com. Uh, you can find everything there. Uh, we have a good synopsis of all of the practice areas, including the trademark group, which I'm a part of, um, as well as the corporate um, department, which uh, Bobby chairs. Uh, but whatever your legal needs, um, you can just look look it up, and uh, you can probably find find your way to the right to the right professionals. So, yeah, um, a great website, and uh, again, a COVID-19 uh, hub uh, for all of the <laughs> many many things, which is our new reality. And uh, I guess with that, I'll tell people uh, a reminder: to stay safe. 
uh, wash your hands, stay socially distant, and and uh, definitely, you know, we'll get through this together. But uh, again, uh, Dinsmore.com, uh, Dan Leno and Bobby Lucas, thank you so much for joining me uh, on the air and uh, providing a wealth of knowledge and information for our listeners. Thank you for having us. It's been fun. Absolutely. And once again, you're listening to Get Down to Business. Get on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You can subscribe and rate and review because right after we get off the air, we produce this right into a podcast. If you rate and review, it makes it easier for other people to find it. You are listening to Get Down to Business to Success. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer.